Husband. Yes, wife? Let's read the Bible. But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing? Because we live in small town USA and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively and we have no idea how to respond? That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics. We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction. This feed houses our reading of the book of Exodus, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed too. Why are we separating each book? Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material. You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse. That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. husband yes wife we didn't start when we were supposed to well we had an election night to get through we did we had me working ridiculous hours we did and we just finished with genesis so we took a slight mini vacation okay that's how i'm looking at it i'm good with that so are you ready to start exodus now let's exit into exodus all right. That was dumb. That was really dumb. That's what I was just going to breeze right past it. Yeah. But then you called attention to it. So, yeah, that was dumb, babe. It was really dumb. I okay. love you. Let's find out what Exodus is all about. We're huh? going to do Exodus chapters 1, 2, and 3. Yippee. Okay. Exodus chapter 1, the affliction of the Israelites in Egypt. Is this where they become slaves? I don't know, but there's a couple of name drop-in, and then we get a, a story. Okay. Okay. These are the names of the sons of Israel, that is, Jacob, who moved to Egypt with their father, each with his family. Reuben, Simon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. See? Name drop-in. Got it. In all, Jacob had 70 descendants in Egypt, including Joseph, the guy with the coat, yep. who was had a dropped musical. in a cistern. And he had a musical played by Donny Osmond right. when he was dreamy, right. who was already there. In time, Joseph and all of his brothers died, because that happens <laughs> to people, <laughs> ending that entire generation, hmm. as happens. Right. But their descendants, the Israelites, had many children and grandchildren. Enough to fill the stars and the sands. In fact, they multiplied so greatly that they became extremely powerful and filled the land. Wow. Huh. You almost had that right. Well, I mean, that's what God kept promising. So Lots you know. of sand, lots of stars. Right. Eventually, a new king... Ca- 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 
A new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what had been done. He said to his people, Look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. War. Let's kill them. I like when we do a war. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. Then they will escape from the country. Oh, no. War. Not escape. What? Huh? So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. You called it. Wait, what? They outnumbered, the Israelites outnumbered the 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 Egyptians and they just went over there like, hey dudes, um, yeah, you're our slaves now. You're outnumbering us, so boom. Deal with it. Yep. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labor. They forced them to build the cities of Pithom and Ramses as supply centers for the king. But the more the Egyptians oppressed them, the more the Israelites multiplied and spread, and the more alarmed the Egyptians became. So the Egyptians worked the people of Israel without mercy. They made their lives bitter, forcing them to mix mortar and make bricks and do all the work in the fields. Oh, no. They were ruthless in all their demands. Not brick-making. Ruthless. Goddamn brick making. Okay, but stop making light of slavery. I know. I don't want to make no bricks. No, it's true. And especially I don't want to make no bricks for somebody else just because they told me to. Right. Then Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave this order to the Hebrew midwives, Shifra and Pua. Pua. (laughs) When you help the Hebrew women as they give birth, watch as they deliver. If the baby is a boy... Kill him. Oh, shit. If it is a girl, let her live because, you know, we like to fuck girls. Mm. But because the midwives feared God, they refused to obey the king's orders. Good for them. They didn't fear the king? Well, they didn't do it because it was the right thing. They did it because they feared God. Got it. So they didn't have morals. They had cowardice. Right, right. (laughs) They allowed the boys to live, too. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives. Why have you done this? He demanded. Why have you allowed the boys to live? The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, the midwives replied. They are more vigorous and have their babies so quickly that we cannot get there in time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) I mean, there's only two of them, so. They slip right out. Like, how is two people supposed to cover all the births? That's a lot. That is true. That's a good point. Yeah. Sounds like a legit story, almost. Almost. (laughs) So God was good to the midwives, and the Israelites continued to multiply, growing more and more powerful. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. (laughs) Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, throw every newborn Hebrew boy into the Nile River. But you may let the girls live so that you can rape them eventually. It doesn't actually say that. It doesn't say that, but it might as well. Right, okay. So that's the end of chapter one of Exodus. All right, so... Kill all the Israelite babies. Got it. All the boys. All the boys. Not all the babies. Just all the boy babies. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, let's see if they die in the next... Bit? Bit. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okie (laughs) dokie. Exodus chapter 2. The birth of Moses. Oh, Oh, I know Moses. Yeah, we know that guy. It's a good thing apparently they didn't kill all the uh, Israelite babies. All the boys. Yeah, that's what I meant. You keep saying it wrong. I'm tired. I could tell because you're not funny 
And you're saying all the wrong Jesus, words. Jesus, sucks when your wife doesn't call you funny. <laughs> well, do you want me to? Whoa. Whoa, and you dropped the recordy thing? Well, I'm charging my phone and it was hooked up to a cord and... You're you worthless. Know, you're worthless. I'm kind of worthless, yeah. All right. So let's talk about Moses. Let's talk about Moses. After this time, a man and woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant. Oops, and gave birth to a son. Oh, no. Uh-oh, what's going to happen? She saw that he was a special baby, as all how babies do you, how are. How do you see that he's a special baby? She loved her baby a lot. Like, we're watching the show Lucifer. Right, but the implication is that he was more than just a special, right, special baby. But let me finish what I was saying. Okay. We're watching the show Lucifer, right? And Dr. Linda and Amenadiel are having a baby and they think their baby is so special just because it's half angel, right? Right, right. Right? And it turns out that, nope, he's not special. He's just a normal fucking baby. I think that sometimes people think that their babies are special when really they're just not and one time i had a babysit for this baby that was so ugly that i told my mom he looked like jabba the hut right and she did that guilty laugh where you don't want to laugh but you have to right right and i bet that that mom did not think her baby was ugly probably not see sometimes you think your baby is special and it's just not (laughs) okay so moses she saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. I wanted to say titch and par because I'm dyslexic. Mm. Yeah, it's tar and pitch. Yeah, got it. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the River Nile. The Nile Nile River. God, I'm backwards. The Nile River. There you go. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know the sister was watching? No. Hmm, interesting. I didn't even know he had a sister. Me neither. That's what I'm saying. So. It goes to figure. I mean, Does save it? the girls, kill the boys. Right, but I mean, like, whatever. I know. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Okay. Soon, Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river, and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying, and she felt sorry for him. Wah, wah. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then the baby's sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? She asked. Yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. (laughs) Take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. Wow. That's a pretty good deal, right? Like, you you put your son in a basket and put him in the river. And then the princess is like, I'm going to save this baby and I'm going to pay you to save him. To so the you, mother who put him in the basket. So, so you get to fine. save your own baby and you get money on top of the deal. Right. That, that worked out so well. Yeah. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later, when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. Hmm. I guess that's what Moses means. I don't know. I guess. So next time when I drop something in the kitchen sink, I'm going to be like, oh, Moses. And it means I picked it up out of the water. Is that what, that's what we're going to go with? That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Moses flees from Egypt. Ready? Man, his uh, adopted mother must not have been very nice. I don't know. Many years. Well, he's going to flee. 
Many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews, and he saw how hard they were forced to work. During his visit, he saw an Egyptian beating one of his fellow Hebrews. After looking in all directions to make sure no one was watching, Moses killed the Egyptian and hid the body in the sand. Damn. Damn, he's savage. But wait, why is he like, okay, he was raised by Egyptians, right? Yeah. Why does he have animosity towards the Egyptians? Because he knows that he's not Egyptian. But if an Egyptian raised him, why would he know? Because in his early years, he was raised by his true mother. Till he was weaned off of milk, which he would. It was even many remember. years later. Okay. This kid was probably six, seven, eight before the princess actually adopted him. Okay. So he knows who his real mother is. I, I'm weary about this, but okay. He knows because later he brings his people to freedom. I know this story. Okay. He knows that. No, he I know is, he brings his people to freedom, but I just, I'm just. He knows that he's Hebrew. He knows he's not Egyptian. All right. And so he is metal as fuck and he kills a dude. Got it. The next day when Moses went out to visit his people again, he saw two Hebrew men fighting. Why are you beating up your friend? Moses said to the one who had started the fight. The man replied, who appointed you to be our prince and judge? Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? Damn, apparently oh, didn't hide it up very well. Jeez. Then Moses was afraid, thinking, everyone knows what I did. Right. And sure enough, Pharaoh heard what had happened and he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in the land of Midian. When Moses arrived in Midian, he sat down beside a well. Those wells, they're just everywhere. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Now the priests of Midian had seven daughters who came as usual to draw water and fill the water troughs for their father's flocks. But some other shepherds came and chased them away. So Moses jumped up and rescued the girls from the shepherds. Then he drew water for their flocks. When the girls returned to rule their father, he asked, why are you back so soon today? An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds, they answered. And then he drew water for us and watered our flocks. <laughs> Then where is he? Their father asked. Why did you leave him there? Invite him to come and eat with us. Moses accepted the invitation and he settled there with him. In Do you time, ever wonder what they're doing when they're like they're, there's always there's all these things that happen in the Bible where they invite them after going back to somewhere. And I don't imagine these are like quick trips, right? So like, what's true. the person doing the whole time? Like, they're just sitting there, just tossing pebbles into the well, or they were like, scrolling. Doo -doo. They were doom scrolling on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'd be doing, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> In time, Rule gave Moses his daughter Zipporah to be his wife. Later, she gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, for he explained, I have been a foreigner in a foreign land. There's that foreigner in a foreign land thing again. Mm-hmm. That's where stranger in a strange land comes from. Did you know it? I didn't know that. It's biblical. Hmm. Most things are, unfortunately. Well, I mean, it's a very prominent book. It as far is, as society is concerned. They have decided it must be so. So it is. Right. Don't get me started. I'm trying not to. Years passed and the king of Egypt died, but the Israelites continued to groan under their burden of slavery. They cried out for help and their cry rose up to God. God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. The end. But has it... He said they were going to be slaves for 400 years. It doesn't feel like it's been 400 years. It doesn't, does it? Because it's just one generation past yeah. Jacob and well, Joseph Well, wait, no, 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 no. 
um, where was it? It was, hold on, let me go back to, oh, dang it, hang on, I'm going to get it. Okay, so way back over here, it said, um, 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 um eventually. Their descendants had many children and grandchildren. They multiplied so greatly that they became extremely powerful. And eventually, a king came into power who knew nothing about Joseph. So this is a few generations later. Okay. So, but they, okay. I'm just saying. Whatever. Whatever. I mean. I'll buy it. I guess. I'll buy it. All right. Let's find out what happens, eh? Okay. Chapter three, go. Exodus chapter 3, The Call of Moses One day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. Sinai? Sinai. Sinai, my bad. Who knows? And that's where, um, what's his dude, took his son to like go kill him or something, wasn't it? What's his dude, yeah. Abraham? I think so. Abraham? I think so. I don't yeah. remember. It, there's too many now. I know. I don't but care it enough. Like definitely Mount Sinai was in here before. It was. I will give you that. I know that. I will grant you that. Yeah. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Ooh, the, oh, burning, the burning bush. bush. Yeah. Moses stared. Should, you should, here's, here's your assignment for this week. You should go watch The Three Amigos and... There's a burning bush in there, and it's funny. I'm not going to watch that movie because I don't think it's funny. Well, my wife sucks, and you should watch it anyway. Oh, mean. She doesn't really suck. Thank you. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Oh, yeah, burning bush. Moses stared in amazement because bushes don't burn and talk. I mean, I would stare in burn. amazement. They might burn. But not like just and all of a sudden. they might talk, but they don't burn and talk. They never talk. And You're they right. seldom burn unless so they're in they California. So why they just make it a damn talking bush, not a burning talking bush? I don't know. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. I mean, that is pretty amazing. Why isn't that bush, bush burning bush? up? Why isn't... Damn why bush is bursh, burning. Bursting burning why up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush. Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. Here I am. (laughs) It's always funny because that's what they always say. It is. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals for you are standing on holy ground. Oh. Oh, excuse me. What's so damn holy about it? Because... Because God is there. Right, but why is God just sitting there burning some damn bush? I don't know. I really don't. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. That God. But not Joseph. None of the other gods. That God. And not the father to anybody else. Just those guys. Just those guys. Yeah. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. You sure it wasn't the heat? (laughs) That could be it. (laughs) Well, what I want to know is like... Like, oh, this might be a god. Oh, shit, but it's that god. What? Now I'm going to cover my face. They've referred to quite a few gods. They have. They haven't mentioned them specifically, but they've mentioned that there are other gods. They have alluded to them. This is another example of that, I think. Because, I'm sorry, if there is a burning bush and it is yakking at me, I'm going to assume some kind of magical thing is happening. Or maybe, you know, you've been in the desert too long or you ate the wrong mushrooms or something. Okay, those are also options. Yeah. 
Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. Of course, they didn't have to fucking leave Egypt in the first place, but whatever. What do I know? I'm just a dumb white girl. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Pezzites, Hivites, and Jebusites now live. And parasites. And I'm just going to kick those fuckers out and give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people, Israel, out of Egypt. But okay. Moses protested to God. Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested, "Um, if I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, ooh, do you know the answer? Is it Yahweh? No. Oh. He's the great I am. I am who I am. Oh. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. (laughs) God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel. Yahweh, you were right. The God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. Yahweh, the, the great I am. But instead, we, we can't use Yahweh, we use God. I don't really know Because that it's stuff. referred to quite a bit in the Bible that his yeah. name is actually Yahweh. Yeah. It's not God. Right. But I think that when the, um, well, because he is a God whose name is Yahweh. Right. Of other gods that exist. Right. Apparently. Yes. Yes. Clearly. Right. Now go and call together all the elders of Israel. Tell them Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of blah, 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 has appeared to me. He told me, I have been watching closely and I see how the Egyptians are treating you. I have promised to rescue you from your oppression in Egypt. I will lead you to a land, oh, repetitive, flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Pezzites, Hevites, Jebusites now live. And you're just going to walk in and say, yo, Pharaoh, what's up, buddy? Yeah, uh, I don't want you to kill me because God said so, dude. Yes, and I'm just going to grab me. all your slaves, and yeah. we're going to like totes out. Like, totes what's- out, <laughs> nice. <laughs> the elders of Israel will accept your message. Then you and the elders must go to the king of Egypt and tell him the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. So please let us take a three day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand forces him. So I will raise my hand and strike the Egyptians, performing all kinds of miracles among them. Then at last he will let you go. Hmm. Interesting. Why couldn't they just go? Like, I don't I don't understand. I mean, if you just lit a bush on fire and started talking right in the middle of his, like, yeah. um, palace or something, I bet that would... That would do it. That would do it. Yeah. And I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. They will give you gifts when you go so you will not leave empty handed. 
Every Israelite woman will ask for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing from her Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their houses. You will dress your sons and daughters with these, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. So you're going to take the slaves and rob them. Yeah. But perform some miracles for them and then like, yeah, peace out. And then peace out. Okay. Nope on out of there. I mean, you know, they're slaves. I'm good sure. with that. Take sure. off and then and, yeah. and while you're at it, you might as well take some shit if you're able to, since God's telling you, you know, to steal. I guess it's good to be on the team of Wait, Moses. Wait, God's telling them to steal. <laughs> I mean. I guess you could look at it as they earned it because they've been working as slaves. I don't. But. I don't condone any of this. He's been okay with slaves in the past, sort of. I don't condone any of this. Yeah, it's just it's kind of weird. The whole thing is bad and wrong. Right. It's all it's all off. I mean, he let these people kill all the boy babies. Right. Until Moses grew up. Yeah. It's just not okay. None of it's okay from beginning to end. Well, I'm looking forward to this. This is like we like a It's a story. Yeah, there's like the they part seas and there's like 10 commandments shit and stuff like isn't that what this is yeah, all about? Yeah, I think so. And isn't there like um there's some locusts and stuff. Sure, maybe. I don't I know. think so. I mean, this is like, I'm kind of excited because there's stories now. There's stories now. Yeah. Let's be getting more story. Well, I'm not sure we're done with all the boringness. But... Oh, we're not. We're not because Leviticus is still ahead. Right. Yeah. And that's where and that all one, the begetting is. That one. That one. Yeah. It's going to be so much. I don't know. Like, I think maybe we just like record that ahead of time and then like speed Oh, speed it up we like on time that. and just yeah. make that like a small section <laughs> <laughs> so technically we'll have read it yeah but but it's leviticus i don't know so. maybe by the time we hit leviticus people will weigh in and we can get opinions right as to whether or not we should read it or speed it read I'm, it or I'm, speed it i'm thinking speed it but, i'm leaning know. towards speed it because that should be boring that should be boring and plus, we could squeeze in probably a whole extra couple chapters if we did that. Right. Okay. Let's lean towards speed it. Okay. I almost said beat it. But no, that, that's not correct. That was incorrect. Yeah. I must be tired, too. Mm. All right. It's it's the whole election thing. This is tiresome. It's yeah. tiresome. America's hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you the next time. And... Uh, with Exodus chapter 4, and who knows when that'll be. We're trying to keep to our Tuesday, Thursday, but It's been clearly, a little difficult lately, obviously. Yeah. Just hang with us. We will get there eventually. Definitely. See you guys soon. Bye. Husband. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary <laughs> or something. I don't. I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay. Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. Oh, 
Well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail. We love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciations. Yeah, please. bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely! Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye. Thank you.